Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. Amen. And so it is our desire as we launch this, that this is going to be a, uh, a gathering. It's uh, that all of us are going to rally behind this campaign because as you know people need it we need to a reminder amen and we need to know that truly you know we are loved and out of that understanding we can share that love to the people that's the whole premise of the you are loved campaign that we are reminded that we are loved that we are encouraged that becomes a, a foundation a revelation in our hearts and then after that, that, we can share it to people around us. Amen. And then from there, that it's going to reciprocate. We're believing that those people that are going to be touched, they're also going to be paying it forward, kind of, that they're going to be sharing it to other people. So the cycle continues. Let me start with 1 John 4, 7 to 11. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Amen. God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world. So I always say this, love without demonstration is not love. Amen. So here we see that the love of God was demonstrated he did not just define love. He did not just, you know, speak of love. He demonstrated love. God showed how much He loved us. Can someone say, thank you, Jesus? Amen. By sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Real love is that He loves us, and out of that receiving of His love and understanding of His love, we now reciprocate that love and respond to that love that He has given to you and to me. Amen. Aren't you glad that He showed His love? Aren't you glad that He gave His love for you and me? Amen. And that's the perfect gift, the greatest gift of all, and that is Jesus. And we come to this holiday season, we come into this Christmas season understanding that. Amen, that we were given the precious gift, Jesus. And then look at this, verse 11. Dear friends, since God loves us that much, we surely ought to love each other. Amen. Since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. You know, I love the church. I love the, the culture of the church. I love how God just defines the church. You know, let me read the post that Pastor Mylene uh, shared to the staff. The Church of the Lord Jesus is a distinct community who are on a mission sent by God who loves the world with such passion. The church is not merely a gathering, but an assembly. The English definition of the Greek word, right? Ecclesia, all right? She is a movement, a spirit-fueled movement led by pastors and leaders who articulate and apply the power of the gospel. And of course, like most movements, the church will face oppositions and persecution, but the church will continue, the church will remain. I believe that new life is fueled by the love of God. 
that you and I were fueled by His love, understanding how much He loves us. And from that, we respond to a dying world, to a hurting world, to a world, you know, uh, plagued by a lot of things, by problems, by storms, who goes through storms and all. People need Jesus. Amen. And just like what the grab driver said, we are, you know, there's heaven here on earth. And there are people that take upon themselves, you know, to take initiatives, to do initiatives and to, to be strategic in sharing the love of God to the, to, to the dying world, right? And a while ago, the, something that touched my heart is that, that when I see the testimonies like that, it really warms my heart really warms my heart. Imagine how many people we were able to touch last year. I believe we have the same opportunity this year as we reach, as we uh, launch You Are Love. Amen? Let me go to uh, Genesis chapter 28. This was uh, a passage that Pastor Mylene shared last Sunday. And I said to her, she didn't know that this is going to be also my angle as we launch you, our love. And this is the story of Jacob dreaming, right? And so let's go to uh, chapter 28, verse 10. Meanwhile, Jacob left Beersheba and traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stop there for the night. Jacob found a stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. And as he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the earth to heaven, and he saw the angels of God going up down the stairway. Now, one thing I want to ask you first is, Jacob found the stone to rest his head. My question is, what stone are you resting your head on? What stone? Aren't you glad that we have a stone? We have a rock, and his name is Jesus. Amen. Every day of our lives, we can rest, you know, our head, you know, our, our whole being in him. You know, there was a person that laid his head on the bosom of Jesus, and this is John, the disciple whom Jesus loved. And we know Revelations came, you know, and the book of Revelations was written, you know, the book of John, you know, um, and the book of Revelations, First John and all of these things, a revelation of God's love came to this person who trusted in the love of God. Amen. John, the meaning of John is, you know, he always declares, I am the disciple whom Jesus loved. There is something about a person who understands that he is loved by God. Amen. And so my question is, where do we rest our head, you know, uh, in, in the times that we're faced with troubles, the times that we're going through tribulations and storms? Where do we rest our head? I pray that we rest our head on the bosom of Jesus, on his love. That we will remind ourselves that we are love. Amen. So, let's continue. And as you can see what's happening here, there's spiritual activity happening. All right? As we, as Jacob was in this certain place. Verse 13, at the top of the stairway stood the Lord and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham and the God of your father Isaac. And the ground you're uh, lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. So what's happening? In this certain place, God was speaking. In the certain place, God was speaking about His promises. He was encouraging Jacob about the promise that he has given to Abraham, to Isaac, and now to Jacob. 
So let's continue. Verse 15, what's more, what, what's more, I am with you and I will protect you wherever you go. All right, verse 14, I jump for verse 14. Let me read from verse 14. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth, and they will spread out in all directions to the west and the east, to the north and the south, and all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. Then verse 15, what's more, I am with you, and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to this land, and I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I've promised. Amen. This is the God, of, of the God that we have today, that He's speaking. There is spiritual activity in this certain place, and He's reminding people about His promise. Okay? Verse 16, Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not even aware of it. We are aware of the Lord. Amen? And this, this house, or what the Lord is doing in this house. But he was also afraid and said, What an awesome place this is, or this is, yeah. It is none other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. None other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. And so this angle that I have, as Pastor Marlene was preaching last Sunday, so this is like a continuation, my angle is, this is the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. Think about that, the very gateway to heaven. And the grab driver said that. That there are angels walking amongst us, right? There are angels on assignment. Amen. And he's saying, God was saying to us through this passage in Genesis that Jacob was saying, wait a minute, I did not know that this is the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. And look at verse 18. The next morning, Jacob got up early. He took the stone he had rested his head against. He set up upright as a memorial pillar. So he set up an altar. He dedicated that place. Then he poured olive oil over it. And then verse 19, he named the place Bethel, which means house of God. House of God, all right? Although it was previously called Luz. First mention of the house of God in the Bible, this passage. The house of God, Bethel. Where God encounters His people, where visions and dreams are given, where spiritual activity is happening, where God speaks His promises and faith is built up, where people can find rest and refreshing, where people can make heart connections, heart commitments. They consecrate themselves before God. This is the house of God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the house of God. Where we're at right now, where we gather, where we are is the house of God. The very gateway to heaven. Very gateway to heaven. What is a gateway? An entryway. An entryway. A pathway. All right? The very gateway to heaven. But let me ask you this question. Do you know where is the house of God today? Yes, we can say that the house of God is this place, new life, all right, our church. But do you know the Bible is distinct, especially in the New Testament, that the house of God is you? I am the house of God. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. Not just we're corporately, yes, the house of God here in this place, but this house ceases to be the house of God if you're not here. The Bible says that we are the house of God in the New Testament. So where do you go 
you know, where you go is you, you bring the house of God. You are the house of God. Now think about that, all right? 1 Corinthians 6, 19, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? So you do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. I pray that we realize that this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 3.16, don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God? All right, that the Spirit of God lives in you? Come on. 1 Peter 2.5, you yourselves are like living stones that are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say this, that the house of God is you and me. We are the house of God. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit rests upon us. So therefore, as we looked at the mess, like the, the story of Jacob, that the house of God is the gateway of heaven, let me submit this to you, that today we are the house of God. We are the gateway to heaven. Think about that. That we are the gateway to heaven. We are the gateway of heaven. The spiritual activities that must happen on the earth, it's going to go through and must manifest first. And the dis distribution point will be the house of God. And that is you and me. That is you and me. Amen. So that is my exhortation. The word church, ecclesia, means, of course, an assembly, a gathering, a selected one. It's not only a religious term. We've heard this before. Ecclesia, the church. But do you know that the, the word ecclesia is a group of people who have been summoned and gathered together to control, to direct, to strongly influence the actions and conduct of the affairs of the city. I believe that we are the ecclesia. We are the church, that we are the very gateway of heaven or to heaven. So wherever we go, we carry something that the world needs, right? I see us moving, and we understand this. We continue to talk about that in the past, that we are not just here as a church on a Sunday. We go out there, and we are the church wherever we go. We carry the heart of God. There are spiritual activities happening, all right? Wherever we're at, we must be aware of who we carry. We must be aware that we can impact the lives of the people around us. We must be aware of the presence that we have inside of us, the promises, the words that we have, that we are angels on assignment. Amen. That you and I, we have something to offer to a world that is dying, the world that is hurting. We are the house of God. We are the house of God. We are the 24-7 church. Amen. And through this campaign, you are loved. We are able to demonstrate that collectively and creatively. We can apply this personally, just like Eileen did. All right? Personally, or even as a family, or even as a life group, even as a corporation, whatever. We are going to rally behind this, and we're going to say to the world that is feeling unloved, that they are loved. Amen? Amen. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, look at this, what happened to you and to me. This means that anyone who belongs to Jesus or to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. 
And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to Himself through Christ. And God has given us this task. God has given us this task. All right? And what is this? Of recon uh, reconciling people to Him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And He gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ ambassadors. Turn to your left and to your right and say, Hello, Mr. Ambassador, Mrs. Ambassador, Ambassador, right? So we are ambassadors. We are Christ ambassador. Hindi lang si Junie ang ambassador. But you and I, we're ambassadors of heaven. Think about that. Your excellency. All right? Think about that. We are Christ ambassadors. God is making His appeal through us. We speak for Christ. And when we plead, come back to God. That is our message. Amen. Through the actions of you are love. Through the exhortation of you are love. Amen. As we give of our hearts, you know, as we support this campaign, we are telling everybody, come back to God. Amen. In the count of three, can you, can you say that? One, two, three. Come back to God. That is the message that you and I have. Amen. Pastor, you know what? I, I can't be bad because I have so much junk there's so much things happening in my life you know me the gateway to heaven i don't understand i cannot be that's why you need an encounter with the love of god the love of god can transform you no one is perfect in this place except pastor edwin right no but no one's perfect in this place i'm just joking but all, no one's perfect in this room only jesus but we have been given the task and as we that's why the love of god he allows us to experience it first. And in our journey and understanding with the love of God, amen, it becomes a reality in our lives. Some of you have been transformed by the love of God. I have been transformed by God's love. There is a passion. This is the question. What makes your heart cry? Amen. What warms your heart? When you see injustice, that, does that make you, you know, your heart cry? Cry for the move of God? Amen. When you see broken families, when you see people affected by the storm, when you see people, you know, dealing with mental challenges and all of these things, does that, your, does that make you cry to God and say, God, help. We need your anointing. We need your, your revival. And God is going to turn to you and say, I've given you your, my anointing. I've given you opportunity. I've given you the power. I've given you the Holy Spirit. Go. Go. And do this. Amen. Amen. You and I, we have this awesome privilege. This whole quarter until, you know, until the end of the year that we can share this love. And my prayer is that this is not just going to be a campaign. But this is going to be a reality. It's going to be a norm in our lives. Amen. That the community that we have is our design. Amen. That the world out there is our, you know, our passion. The passion, of course, is Jesus, but bringing Christ to the world, Christ out there is our passion. And through that, you know, people will be our point. Amen? And Jesus is going to be our passion to bring Jesus to the world that is dying. You are love. What an honor and what a privilege that you and I can join in this. Amen? And so together, I believe that we 
will create, you know, a, a, a love movement wherein people are going to be touched by God's love. Amen? You know, some people are going to ask, Pastor, you know, I have so many needs. Why am I going to share, you know, and, and give love to people? Because me, hindi ko na nga, hindi ko na alam kung saan manggagaling lahat nga ito eh. Yung mga problema ko and all of that. I don't know how to meet the needs of my, you know, meet my needs. But then again, you know what God is saying to you? You know, as you share His love, there are times wherein, I believe sometimes the way to your breakthrough your miracle is to help others find their miracles first. Amen. That you step out, not thinking about you, but prioritizing others. And in the process, you find that, oh, nga pala, God is the one who fulfills me up. God is the one who shows me. Sometimes for people, maybe this is it. You've been waiting for your breakthrough. You've been waiting for your miracle. You know, and if you've been waiting for some time and God is telling you, hey, find somebody and make that breakthrough or help that breakthrough come to pass and that miracle come to pass. And in the process, you will see yourselves, you know, see also what you're believing for. Amen. You know, there, I believe in this church, generosity is normal. Amen. And we know that as we are generous in spite of the needs that we have, we know that the process of giving, it returns back to us. And so our desire is that we step out in faith, regardless of the situations that we are in, amen, and believe God in His Word. You know, what is His Word? What is the Word telling us with regards to us giving? Proverbs 11.24 says, There is one who generously scatters abroad and yet increases all the more. Anyone generous in this place? Yeah, look at this. There is one who generously scatters abroad and yet increases all the more. And there is one who withholds what is justly due, but it results only in want and poverty. Think about that. The only way for us to increase is by us being generous. Amen. Amen. So it says here, verse 25, The generous man is a source of blessing and shall be prosperous and enriched. Anyone generous? You will be a source of blessing and you shall be prosperous and rich. And he who waters it will himself be watered, reaping the generosity he has sown. I speak that this month and, the, and this campaign, that all of us are going to be generous. Amen. Generous to the point that the, the people around you, they're going to just scratch their head. Why are you doing this? And then tell them, you are loved. Amen. I liked what, uh, I remember what Pastor Mylene shared. It was so beautiful that, you know, we were in the grocery store, you know, and then we were able to pay. And of course, we needed to look first what he bought or what she bought, you know, and we were not in Rustans. We were somewhere else, cheaper, okay? So we were able, God just told us, you know, pay for the grocery of the person in front of you. Among you want to do that? That's exciting to see the face of that person. Can I take this for you? Why, why are you taking this? You are love. Right? Let's do a, an experiment. Challenge this week. Anyone up for an, a challenge? Amen. Amen. Be generous this week. Be conscious. Of course, you know, be led. And look at the face of that person or the eyes of that person. Because so you can't see the what? You know? So optional now. So you take away the mask. 
All right? So what? See it. Challenge. And then tell that person, maybe you're in Jollibee. Buy the person in front of you a, jolly, you know, a meal, a jolly meal. Right? Or a jolly meal, ba? All right? Or a chicken joy. Give joy to that person. Give him chicken. What happens? See it. And I tell you, you are going to be doubly blessed by, the, by the, the reaction of people. Amen? And tell them you are loved. That's it. Nothing hard sell. Nothing hard sell. As led by God, maybe you can lead that person into Christ. As led by God, but nothing hard sell. You are loved. And then, shh, disappear. <laughs> You're an angel. I'm out of here. Come on, think about that. Who among you up for a challenge this week? Amen. Wow. You, you know, I tell you, you are the 9 o'clock crowd after the storm and you are here. And so there are committed people here in this room today. There are people, you know, in the balcony here, you are committed. And so imagine one can do that, another can do that, all of us can do that. Of course, the church is not full right now because people are online and, you know, busy with other things, uh, cleaning up and all. But imagine it, all of us grab a hold of this and share it to people and tell them, through generosity, you are loved. And watch how God is going to meet your needs. And it's going to the same way you do it for others. It's the same way God is going to do it for you. Amen. You are love. Let me end with this. Galatians 6, 7 to 10. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will also uh, will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Verse 9, let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap. Amen? If we do not give up. Verse 10, so then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Amen? I love the last part. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are in the household of faith. Know this, we are the gateway of heaven. Amen? Wherever we go, we are the house of God. God has given us the opportunity today. Regardless of what you're feeling, regardless of, of what you're, you're, you're facing, I tell you, the answer is here and God is giving you a way out of where you're at right now focus on his will seek first his kingdom and all these things will be added unto you anyone ready for this amen come on come on again let me ask you ask you guys anyone ready for this amen hallelujah father we thank you we thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity that we can just share your love because we are recipients. We are all the recipients of your love. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your provision. Thank you, Lord, for your guidance. Thank you, for, Lord, for your preservation. Lord, I thank you for the people who are here, the people online, our, 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 our community, that you, you protected us, you covered families throughout the storm. And maybe there are some challenges for some in terms of uh, their houses and all. But thank you, you are the restorer. You are the giver. You are the supplier. And so I thank you, Lord God, that out of this, Lord God, 
out of this that we will see still your hand of faithfulness upon your people thank you for your supply and I thank you for this opportunity once again of you our love that we can share it to the people out there thank you Lord that we are your house we are your house and we are the very gateway of heaven thank you in your name I, we pray and everybody will say amen amen come on let's thank the Lord for this opportunity